Kalik. Hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly, your last best hope for Transformers news in Australia. This is episode 147, recorded live March 24th, 2018. On this week's episode, we're going to have a look at some more images of Studio Series bots, a new Fembot hitting the uh, Legend Scale treatment, a Bumblebee prequel comic on the way, and much, much more coming up after this. I'm Brad Ostrom Prime. Welcome, welcome. Slowly filling, not filling, becoming the regular crew at the moment because Jason's off jet setting again. Max from South Australia. How are you going, Max? I'm not doing too badly, thank you. How are you? <laughs> not jet setting. <laughs> uh, John, welcome back from Queensland. How are you? Good, can't man, get, good. Can't get that theme out of my head now. I just think... Waka, 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 waka. Um... <laughs> No, we're uh, we're time zones are about to line up, so uh, we're finally going to come back to reality. Queensland has decided <laughs> that we've lived lived alone long enough. We're going to join rejoin Australia. Yeah, yep. Back to the back to the real time. Yeah. Lads, what's been happening this week? Max, your battery dreams are dying. Uh, yeah, we're rapidly looking. Like I remember, we had the election, and then the day after, it turns out, oh. You know that big plan to solve the state's power woes? Yeah, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> oh, but apparently and, some of those batteries are coming here, so yay. Yeah. You're welcome. 10,000 homes are going to be better off. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, um, we're only a week away from Easter. Yay, chocolate. Um, and John, you're about to be overrun by tourists. Uh do you want to let the international listeners know where your pizza shop is? Uh, my pizza shop's just yeah, about two, three blocks away from the main hub of the Commonwealth Games, so where all the athletes are staying. So it'll be a fun, fun 11 days, yeah. Are you taking bribes from bookies? <laughs> <laughs> not, not yet, not yet. See me after the show. Yeah. If the British, if the British rowing team comes in, we're going to uh, slip a few extra jalapenos on the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have, I have plans for all the all, all the countries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which I suppose is a good thing to when bring. When I order too. the pizza, I'll be like, "And what country are you representing?" They're like, well, "Why do you need that information?" Oh, no reason. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just so a really um, big fan of a sport. Yeah, yeah. Some countries just get a random discount. It's all just a raffle. <laughs> So we can color code the box accordingly. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, no, it's um it's interesting too. So just looking at some of the um the listener stats from Podbean, um, we're only sitting just just over the half or the fifty percent mark that are actually Australian listeners. We have got a fair few from uh, the US, um, Spain, France, Malaysia, um, the UK. So putting it out there again, we did a few. A few few months, probably a year ago, putting out for uh, some of those international listeners that are listening to the show. What's your What's your collection habits like? What's figure availability like at your local retail and and all that sort of thing? Or do you uh, like us do most of your shopping online? Um, 
but thank you. I'm not going to introduce the show in various languages because that would be brutal. But um, <laughs> we'll just say aloha to all the international listeners. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> thank you for listening, um, and I uh, hope you continue and enjoy the show. Apart from that, guys, ready to get into tonight's episode? Sounds like a plan. Let's all right. Bot shots this week. Uh, congratulations, Kirk Kirkwood, who uh, has a photo up this week. He was the winning photographer of um, unknown Optimus Prime telephone bot, which I think this came out late last year. Um, one of the licensed transforming phones into Optimus Prime. Has he even got a little phone? Is that yeah. What yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a neat little idea. Yeah, the, uh, the, the caption for it was selfie, so. Yeah, so sort of prime phone inception going on. You know, it's cool to see, you know, one of the less conventional figures in there as well. That's it. It's always good to see so a bit of variety. Yeah, so congratulations, Kirk. We uh, You're the fourth entrant into this month's giveaway. We have a... Is it MTF? Is that the company name? Um, McFans Toys, I think. Yeah, McFans Toys. Um, they got a Legends six-shot which uh, we're giving away this month to one of the lucky winners. Yeah, and there's a excellent little figure. It does it does everything the G1 and the Power... Not Power, the Proms, the Combiner Wars one does. No, Titans Return one does, just in a smaller scale. Like, all six modes look fantastic. Yeah, and he's decently... He's well-built as well. Like, these guys are one of those companies that just... You know, sometimes a bit hit and miss with the plastic quality, but these guys are better than Hasbro. Yep, yep. And uh, I suppose, just going down quickly... Oh, yeah, Mark Offender, um, congratulations. He won the February giveaway, finally. I finally got around to that, and he won the uh, Weijing Oversize RC oh, from the Generations oh. line, so... It was a good shot, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, congratulations to you both, and uh, March giveaway next weekend, after the show. If there's a show next weekend, we'll... Got to look a little bit further into that being Easter, but we're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news, Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? Coming up, firstly in the news, we uh, have some more images from the studio series here with the Revenge of the Fallen Megatron. Like I don't know how how like we missed it. Ice skating. Yeah, I don't know what happened between production photos or concepts in this. Um, I seem to remember the legs were a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. and I I'm looking at this and I'm going, surely this is mistransformed. But then you know I'm going through older images of that Megatron and it's like, no, that is really where the knees are. Yeah, I wonder if we just seen it. Feet forward, like the the left foot, how it looks right, even though you can't see that the whole track assembly goes back two inches behind the toe. Yeah, see, like I don't have a problem. Yeah, like that leg there, I think looks fine. Like I don't even have a problem with the knees. It's just that foot, like the yeah, left foot. Like it yeah. just, he just, yeah, <laughs> looks like he's just gonna go around like wee, you know, just be like, <laughs> like sliding around. But like if that's well, it's it also triangular like that. Yeah, that's the, the thing. They sort of split in half and fold down. And and yeah, so hopefully they can do that, and they just haven't. Yeah, yeah and in in the movie, it had those three sections of track, and like 
that upper section was basically his calf. And then his knee was behind that armor pad that you see on the front mm. there. Whereas instead, they've now made that big section of track his entire thigh. And then his knee is like in the middle of his calf. And it's neither accurate nor looks good on a figure. Yeah, I've seen some comments. Um, and one person actually posted a photo of the Revenge of the Fallen leader and saying, still a better Megatron, which. <laughs> Is, yeah, it's that's a bold statement. Yeah, um, uh, it, it's a shame to see that we're still like I still think it's a good design, and we're not quite getting that yet. The I figure. like the figure, just not the foot. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the upper body looks amazing. Like all the sculpted detail in there, the articulation on the arms, that cannon looks amazing. Even a little bit of gold in there. I wonder if he's just got the ball jointed hips. If he could pop off the hips and replace his legs with the uh, Revenge of the Fallen Voyager one, oh, fair enough, his legs would be green, but at least those, the feet from memory, I haven't got it in here. Well, there's also, there's a couple different versions of that. Like, they just put out a movie, the best one, which has a more sort of silver and grey colour scheme, I think. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you could swap things around. And, like, but his off mode is a mess anyway, so it wouldn't make much difference. Yeah, but then I had the same plan for the Takara and the Hasbro power master prime and still haven't found the power master prime at retail so i always love like yeah the gate of the tank if you go to the tank picture just that yeah, yeah. that head like yeah. just the head there like it's so bad like, yeah i have no idea why they keep doing that <laughs> yeah like, it's just such a strange decision it still comes back to haunt us 10 years later it's like one of those like it looks like something you'd have like of a dream when someone's after you, you know, and they turn into a tank or something, but their head's, like, on the end of the tank, like, I'm coming to get you. Ah. <laughs> well, it's like... like, it's like Megatron. It's, yeah, it's like Futurama when Bender was Christine. He's sort of chasing yeah. Brian. He's got his Bender head at the front of the car. That's it. Like, yeah. Like, it, I mean, I don't recall it. Was it in the movie like that? Like, no. The, see? Like, because you never get a good look? No, nah, you see it sort of fly off. <laughs> At a couple of points, the I still reckon the Revenge of the Fallen Voyager Megatron alt mode is probably the best or most movie accurate for that alt mode. See, maybe they do have it mistransformed actually because, like, I can't see those feet being flat and long in that a box like that. Well, uh, yeah, it looks like it's it the boxes up. do have a fair bit of depth to them because they mm. have that base and stand in there, but it doesn't seem like it'd be that white, like, you know what I mean? The box seems a bit yeah. too thin. To be maybe like, see maybe. how wide, like, because that's wider than his chest. Go yeah, back to the other images again. Like, I'm just hoping that that means that maybe that it does click. Like, you know, they instead of being flat, they can click like that. Like, and they just haven't done it for the photo. Yeah, I don't see anything to that. If like, actually, maybe that like that. Plus that grey, I'm pointing at the screen as if you guys will see my that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the grey bit you can see in the bottom, in the middle of the foot, maybe that's hiding. Well, that's a wheel wheel bit. for it when it's in tank mode, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, anything else? I mean, oh well, there's there's a, there's that Revenge of the Fallen one there. Wow. So at least, yeah, so it's still not accurate with its feet, but. I've never seen that figure. <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's the Voyager one. Yeah. That's certainly, it's a shame that that's, yeah, this one still isn't better than that. Uh, actually, I'm not entirely sure. No, nah, the, the new one's way better than that. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, that, and that sort of goes to the whole, the age-old movie Megatron feel, except for the last night. Megatron has got the raw deal engineering and price point-wise of anyone else because... Yeah, they moving, made him look too weird. Like, Well, just didn't spend the money on because moving into the next story... We've talked before about Blackout, and there's a video here of it in hand. Just how wonderful and how much engineering and money has been put into Blackout. Okay. Um, if you want to uh, sort of put the hang on me, I'll check on my screen share. It looks like there might actually be hope. Uh, if we look at the Toy Fair image from that from Megatron, there looks like these feet look a lot different to me. They do too, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it looks like it sort of splits him. and folds under. So. Yeah, that that middle bit may be a um. Yeah, they hadn't done that extra step. Like, I mean, I think the upper treads are still inaccurate, but that puts the knee in a much more comfortable spot. Yeah. See, that one looks way better than the other pick. Like, yeah, see, there so, it looks really good. Even the grey looks weathered, sort of. Yeah, it looks like a different figure, almost. Like, you know, mm. like... Yes, but with the paint, we'll find out on the final production piece. But at least we know here that, like, ah, uh, see, it's not, it's still not entirely accurate, but in terms of working as a figure, I think this is much better. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It definitely looks better than the photos we've seen. Whereas the next new. But they're starting, yeah, they're starting to get out, they're starting to get out of hand. So um, we're going to start seeing these. Jason is uh, getting some of these in hand shortly to review. I don't know if I should have said that out loud, but <laughs> I have, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, spoilers, look out for that um, on the site. But yeah, but just a video here of um, Blackout in hand. I'm not going to play it because of copyright stuff, but um, the figure does a lot, a lot really good. I the transformation looks not but logical, if that makes sense. Like, it seems complicated, but... It makes sense where everything is going to go. Yeah, I think like it's a it's a case too, like with the Megatron, like versus like this blackout. It's just a case of like the vehicle design and that. Yeah, you know, like this just works. Like the helicopter is probably a bit easier to design into the robot than an imaginary tank to like a you know Megatron's build. How his body's all sl slim and almost human-like, where blackout but that's, is that, a but proper. That's... Transformer, like you know, it looks robotic and mechanical, and it's just works. Yeah, but that's the issue you have with um, with uh, here we go, we've got some shots here with um, having like alt real Earth alt modes as the alt modes, where at least with Megatron, you can have the robot and make that as accurate as you can. And even if it's just a pile mess in tank mode, mm. it doesn't matter because, as you said, it's a make believe tank. Yeah, no one's that's actually going to kill that much. Like, who pays attention? Really, it. Mm. No, I agree, but that's the problem, I think, why he's so hard to engineer, where something like this, like Blackout, like, look at that, that just looks amazing. Like, oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, right. but this especially does look insanely good. Just a uh, production note, I just heard a clap of thunder, so let's see how good those batteries work if uh, <laughs> we drop <laughs> out. <laughs> um, we, haven't had rain. we haven't had rain in a couple of months, so... It has been raining lightly this afternoon, so power poles might be loose in the ground. But um, but yeah, like this this looks fantastic, and it's just it's something we've seen across the whole movie line where the leader Prime has had so much more money, or presumably so much more money 
paid to the mold, the engineering, and everything else. And Megatron's just seems like a like a final thought, um, and yeah, almost man. like it's the same thing happening here, where you got some of these figures that are absolutely fantastic, and then you've got others that are you sort of got to wonder: is this okay? It might be a slight, slightly better than the original, but it's not much. And why would you worry? Like I'll admit, <clears throat> out of all the figures, like out of all the Bayverse movies, like. Blackout was the one figure when I first saw him, I was like, oh, my God, like, a toy of that is going to be awesome. You know what I mean? Like, fan- and, like, it just never happened. Like, yeah. And, like, this is legit, like, the toy that I wanted. It seems so, like, like between, the uh, you know, Power of Primes and this line here, they're just going all out on the leaders, and Blackout is so indicative of that. Yeah, like... like this, so yeah. much engineering on this guy, it's insane. It just looks like, it. you know, like... Like it looks pretty damn close to the movie. Like you know, it looks menacing and just evil. And I think it's as close as you can physically get mm. in plastic oh. form. That's a good shot. Yeah. Transform with this film in the background. Yeah, he did a whole like the the whole shots are like him transforming, and that's obviously how he did it. I think because he's done it with the movie playing. See the whole. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, like, too. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I quite liked that. Like, and also, I wonder too if it's he's one of the bots in the film that sort of has the most alt mode kibble on him. Like he's a lot of ha- when you see him attacking the base, and even when he returns in yeah, Mission it's all City, there. He, he looks like he's a helicopter with legs. Yeah, yeah. Unlike unlike some of the other or Megatron, for like instance, it really looks like of, the, the thing transformed into a robot. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like you can still see all the parts. Yep. And like just that helicopter in hand, like that's <laughs> that's a big boy. Yeah, and apparently this is um, a perfectly accurate helicopter as well. So if that matters to anyone listening, um, Yoga. You, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to get two, honestly. Like one for the <laughs> helicopter and one for the the bot. Like, it's so good. I mean, it's it's sort of the same. The way I'm looking at this is the same way I looked at Masterpiece Megatron. It's like, yeah, it's not perfect. You know, I guess those panels on the forearms are a bit annoying. Legs might be a bit spindly. But he's yeah. just doing so much right that overlooking all of that. That's it. Like, it's like the feet, like, there, even the feet are flat. You know, you can clearly see the big flat panel on its feet and, like, the side of its arms have some hollow spots. But, like, that's – I don't care. Like, I, just, yeah, like, like, yeah, I just, really just don't care. He succeeds in – so many other respects. Yeah, yeah, and in the end, in the end, it's it's a toy trying to be an accurate representation of the movie character. You're going to have flat panels where those panels need to be. Yeah, that's um, the alt mode. Now you might look at something like Purekill or one of those new third party companies that are just doing so much more with engineering to get flat panels to just disappear away. Um, even so much to go to the sort of the MPM barricade and B as well, but. Um, yeah, and even this does look almost MPM level, like especially you know Ironhide has those panels on his arms as well. Mm. You know B's got a bit of kibble here and there. Um, so this is, yeah, it, it feels almost on that level. It does to me because like yeah, it feels like like the kibble is part of his design, like literally, like like mm-hmm. I, you said, even in the middle in the movie, he's got all that like kibble on him like so that's what i love about it like and especially when it's... you complain about it but i see it on this guy and it just works it makes him yeah. look more crazy and evil like with all that crap hanging off him 
And especially when it's, you know, a figure with a robot mode like this that still maintains such an accurate alt mode. Like, yeah, fits right into that sort of aesthetic. And for those uh, Japanese robot Macross fans, we got uh, the Gurok mode. (laughs) (laughs) Because why not? I love that shot of it. (laughs) Like, even that looks like, 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 Evil somehow, like the, the face of the helicopter, yeah. like yeah, yeah. 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 No, nah, fantastic. And I'd, apart from size, like he's like he's 30, 35 centimeters tall, so you could nearly put him in with the MPMs. I doubt, I doubt would actually get him in an MPM line just because of the character only being in the one film. But um, yeah, and I, I'm fine with that. You know this. Like I said, this fits in super well. I feel like it's almost at that level of quality. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, it's a transformer. The scale is off all the time. Like, you never in the movie see Bumblebee standing straight up next to Blackout standing straight up, you know? Like, it's it's not a thing that we need to deeply worry about. It's just like, is he going to be bigger? Yes. Okay, good. I'm not even going to have any other Bayverse figures. I just want him. Like, <laughs> yeah, that head sculpt too is fantastic. Like all the like sort of intricate sculpting on there. Mm. Even just the, the slight detail of having that, that launcher between his chest that um he tries to shoot at the guys when they're under the tank. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that detail. Yeah, that's awesome. It doesn't come out like the gun did, but just the chest no, even just there. having it there, you know, such a minute thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can't wait to get him. So they've been they've been spotted, um, I think, Auckland or in somewhere in New oh. Zealand, they've started coming out and hitting the shelves. So um, the next fortnight, maybe we might see these on shelves here. Yeah, what they have an April release date, I believe. I just check pre-orders. Um, well, they'll definitely have them coming out in two weeks' time. Then. <laughs> yeah, let me just. Uh, okay, he's supposed. This guy's listed as coming out in May in Australia, but which we can assume mean he'll sort doing... be sort of April and June as well. Are they doing a Star Scream? They did the, they're doing a Voyager one, which is basically just an upsized deluxe. Yeah. And it still does look really good. Yeah. But so just... his, his hands open and closed too, apparently. So there's not many figures from the movies that actually have opening and closing hands. Most of them have just got the five millimeter peg. Yeah. yeah. The molded hands. Yeah, which is kind of something that you'd want on a movie figure more than a G1 style figure because they have that much more intricate styling to them. Yeah. That little dog down there on the bottom. Grimlock. Like... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looked like it had four legs, like, you know, like, I was like. Well, he's so seven and prime, there's O five, so I don't have we got a photo of what what's barricade? Eight, so yeah, prime's gonna come before he comes out anyway. And you get the little scorpionock in this as well, that's pretty cool. Nice little yeah, paint one. Right a bit of value there i mean scorpinox way out of scale of course but yeah yeah it's so. like that's sort of like yeah for a line where they're really you know focusing on scale they've just got this little scorpinox here i don't mind least, too much you know, it's just scorpinox yeah at least it's added extra it. yeah it's not like the original voyager one where it just had the white 
just the paint, the white plastic scorpionock in the back of it. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. it's the sort of thing where yeah, I'm glad it's there, but we'd all be yeah. crazy to figure the exact same amount if the scorpionock wasn't there. <laughs> if, well, if we just didn't figure, no one will be saying, "Oh, wh- hey, where's the scorpionock?" Like, what I have we been. What have we been saying with NPM barricade and where's frenzy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this yeah, is what you had to do, just a little a little painted frenzy for that NPM. It didn't even have to go yeah. into its chest or anything, just have it in the box. All right, well, maybe we're more spiteful and demanding than I like to admit. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're fans. We can, we can do that. Coming up next, Iron Factory have released images of their Miku the Hunter. Miku, Mako, Mickey. Mickey Dicky, uh, the Hunter, um, which is a IDW Windblade leg- legend size figure. It's like a repaint of their older one, the uh, Combiner Hunter style. Yeah, they're, they're big Actually, eyes. Yeah, I find that this sort of works better, just because I don't know. The old one had the proper Windblade colors, and it just looked weird in this over-exaggerated style. But because this one's got you know, it's changing up the colours and what have you as well. That makes it look, you know, uh, makes it look uh, better. I won't lie, and there's some over-exaggeration <laughs> going on with some of her mouldings, stylized, or however else you want to say it. Yeah. Even that looks like there's nips. <laughs> I Okay. Um, not being a real fan of Windblade, I'm, I'm currently going into Legends figures, but I'm not sort of interested in... In her, because her real only on-screen representation I've got is either R.I.D. or Titans Return slash Combiner Wars. Where I like her in R.I.D., I do not like her in Combiner Wars or Titans Return. Really? Why is that? Okay, she's a fantastic character. She's just really, you know, I I really like Windblade in Combiner Wars. She's a a really likable character. The Machinima (laughs) series? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, li- I wanted to like her, but I, I no, know. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's just, yeah, they promoted this character on as like the next big thing. Really, on paper, she sounds really cool, but like, I don't know. Mm. I like the look of this one, though. It's got some nice red. That, like, I love that red, and even just the gold gold touch on it, it's great as well. Yeah. Little highlights of blue as well, they sort of pop out really nicely. Yeah, looks yeah. like a zombie there in that shot with those eyes. I like, know oh, those eyes are really coming yeah. to get you. Yeah, it's like you take a photo at you know in a dark space and you see like an animal's eyes reflected back at you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, deer in headlights. Yeah, but the, like she's got a sword, the trademark swords, and then that's it looks good. Like even from the back, you've got those massive hollow sections in the back of the legs. But again, that's sort of the legends engineering. And even the, the, the alt mode sort of just as you'd expect from a Legends alt mode. But I don't that's a that's a pass from me. Anyone else interested? Nah. Only being Passively. twenty only being twenty five bucks, it sort of fits in with the um uh, I can't remember their name now. They done they just done the Bumblebee in that. There's another there's another new third party legend scale figure company that's sort of doing some of these bots for half the prices of DX nine and the Iron Factory ones, but um, oh, Hot Soldiers. Or yeah, yeah. Or whatever they're called. Yeah, Hot Soldiers. Oh, they're the ones that did that uh, sound wave just recently. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sort of they're yeah. a bit more basic, but a um, they're a lot cheaper and they're really well built as well. Hmm. 
So yeah, we'll see what happens when this comes out closer to its uh, release date. Going into a little bit of movie news. Um, <laughs> yay, Bumblebee movie is coming out at the end of the year, but um, apparently they're uh, getting some prequel comics done. Uh, IDW is um, doing some prequel comics for it. Uh, there's some names here that are doing cover art, writing art that uh, I don't know and don't really care for, but uh, apparently will be in shops June 20 of this year. Yeah. I mean, just looking at the creative team, you know, Andrew Griffith does um, some nicely detailed art and John Barber's basically the most consistently good writer IDW has. So. Like yeah. Some, some call him Goldfender. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Goldfinger. Yeah, that's the yeah the powers, like, you know. yeah that's the synopsis. I'm calling Goldfender, but his name's B Bumblebee. Yeah. On loan to MI6 and teamed with a human partner, B's trapped in the middle of a cold war, plot to disrupt British secrets intelligence. But then things go wrong. It's up to B to discover if there's a traitor in the midst. In the spy world, allegiances can change as easy as a transformer, which this is supposed to be a prequel to the Bumblebee movie. Yet we got a photo of Bumblebee in World War Two, so <laughs> maybe it's I'm, just a placeholder. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, we saw Bumblebee fighting the Nazis, Bumblebee fighting the Soviets. Is the next is like this whole year of Transformers or so going to be? Is the future of the Transformers cinematic universe just going to be Bumblebee fighting the bad guys of human history? Well, we know the Bumblebee movie takes place in the 80s. Uh, how close to the early 80s when the, all that was happening and even the Cuban Missile Crisis, I don't know. We'll see, I suppose, if they're going to try oh, and... The X-Men stopped that. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. That. The X-Men took that one. Yeah, well, Magneto can control B with <laughs> his hand, so <laughs> maybe it was Magneto's fault <laughs> and that's why B done it. But, yeah. I, I haven't mind the prequel comics. Some of them, they've filled in gaps that the movies do not fill in, so I'll be interested to get this on digital when it comes out and just have a look at it and see if it uh, explains away a little bit of what we get in the B film. Yeah, just sort of give us a good pretense as to, like, why he's on Earth a bit earlier and all that. In the bullet yeah. points, it says, the perfect, sometimes serious, sometimes campy action spy adventure for fans of James Bond, the Avengers TV show, or Mission Impossible. What about Transformers? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, well yeah, I, think, I think you can just abandon the whole sometimes campy pretense there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> always campy. I want to see, I want to see, like, the spins whenever... B gets an idea or something, this whole screen spins like the, the 50s news. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see like old school, like when he hits people, like go bang and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know? We better get Ow. some powers and kablam. Yeah. Kablam. Yeah. <laughs> Zap. So, yeah. Or it could just be 90s camp with Schumacher and he's got nipples on his chest piece. <laughs> anyway, we'll see what happens more <laughs> when that comes out. To continue the laughing, uh, pop culture shocked have got some images of a pop, uh, upcoming G1 Starscream statue. Um, culture shock shocked us with their Starscream statue. Yeah, John, you made a very good point in the pregame with this. How it, uh, it looks like this is Starscream before he actually gets his spark just on yeah, the on manufacturing line. line. Yeah. If it was at uh, Teletram, you know how he like scans them and stuff. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it's almost Explore. like that. Yeah. Explore. 
but just no sparks put into him yet. But... Yeah, and, and I this looks a lot like a puzzle or a cardboard cutout or something. Just how thick and wide and like, I love Star Wars. Yeah, I'd hope that this but... is like an imaginary art thing of a showing a three D model and they pose it digitally later. Because I so hope so. Yeah, this is I well yeah. This won't sell anything. Imagine like, yeah. if it's big too, like you know, like yeah. and big statue like that. Its wings will just get in the way, like yeah. You just this big static thing sitting up on your shelf, doing nothing, Max. taking up space. Emiliano also confirmed that this statue would be bigger than the pop culture shock small scale twelve-inch uh, G one Optimus Prime statue. So it's going to be bigger than twenty-five centimeters. Oh, so they do sort of like. Yeah, so looking at the He-Man stuff, they um, they're a bit more uh, dynamic, I guess. Yeah. Uh, do you know if they um, maybe Google like prototype or something? I want to see if this is. You're right. One it says the, statue. the statue will be posed. This is just a work in progress. Oh, thank God. Okay, right. That's well, saves that. I remember seeing this a while ago. The prime. Yeah, so they will pose it, but oh, that's a bad render, isn't it? It is. That's probably why yeah. I skipped it when I seen this news story earlier. I mean, <laughs> and that like, I, I just took me a second to figure out what he was holding there. I was like, looks like he's holding some weird sort of like spike gum <laughs> thing. Like, and I was like, oh no, it's clearly meant to be shooting a bullet, isn't it? That's like a really dodgy explosion. Yeah, and even that sort of weird torso twist as well. It's Mm. Yeah, he's bending the chassis there. Oh, yeah, it's just definite, <laughs> definite chassis twist. That's it. He's not going to be able to pull that trailer after that. But we'll give this a few weeks and we'll see, or a few months, and we'll see what comes out of it in the end. Moving on to a statue that is a little bit more detailed and uh, posed. XM Studios. And pricey. Have, uh, yeah, pricey, pricey, cha-ching. Have um, put up some concept art for their upcoming Megatron figure, which is yet to be approved by Hasbro. So this may change a little bit before it's officially released, or we get more production photos. But it is the Dark Lord himself with a interesting-looking chain in hand. We don't see what's on the end of it. Probably a big mace. Um, he's got his gun arm. He's got his gun on the back. But uh, there's some contention with the head, whether or not it's sort of. A, a Megatron head that we like, or if it's just sort of too humanoid and a bit too snug, snugger fit for buck, old Buckethead. I think, yeah, the issue, the, I think the main issue is that the bucket is just formed to the face sculpt. Yeah, you know, it looks it's, like a bald brawler or something, like some pub dude, you know, the big bald head. Like, yeah, there's no definition of like where his face ends and where the helmet begins. Hmm. Like, you know, I do notice some of it is lighting. Like, it does look, you know, like they have lit it bad. Like, you know, the siding does go around there. But, yeah, I just don't, I don't know. Even the face, yeah, I don't like the the, the, the mouth and the nose. It's just like Brad said. You said it's just too human. Like, Why has he got lips? <laughs> yeah. I don't want my Transformers to have a soul. You know? <laughs> <laughs> But he's he's got plenty of detail, and they're they're about a twenty three hundred dollar figure. So I like the gun, that like little cartridge sort of on it, like on the arm cannon. That little like 
The... Yeah, a bit there. Yeah, just sort of sticking out. Like, it's just a nice little. Well, just like that, you got sort of got the vent, the vent veins coming up the back, the main discharge yeah. port, the rear. This is another Even one of those of... things. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, I was going to say, this is another one of those things that basically looks like how the movie design should be. You know, like, yeah. this much more G1 accurate and recognizable um, design that makes sense. It will, it still obviously can transform. Yeah, right? we've said that with the Prime that came out as well. Although it does look like he's sort of sporting a Predator laser gun there, like laser cannon on his shoulder. Yeah. And that thing's just going to like go... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it takes away from his gun harm a little bit. But <laughs> but then again, like we said, like just the smallest detail, like the pistons on that gun, just to aim it in that. Yeah, very highly detailed. Right. And I'm sure it'll have LED, there'll be LEDs in the end of that gun and the other gun as well. It'll light up. And the eyes probably as well, how they're making it glow in the picture. Yeah. Although it should be red, shouldn't it? Not orange. Uh, Maybe it's just going through a phase, you know? Yeah, I guess they're taking <laughs> enough limited already. They'll do, a, do a, limited, a limited edition with red eyes. <laughs> oh, that's right, because they done the they done the Star Scream as well. Oh, see, now this looks all right. Yeah, that thing is gorgeous. Again, yeah. what the movie should have been. <laughs> yeah, it's a recognisable design. And a lot of stuff of movie designs is that we've all, they look like they're made of knives. So, like, I feel like if you if one of them gets punched, it's just going to fall apart. Whereas mm. the V-Sit G1 and movie mixed designs, like, it actually looks like armour plating and whatever. So, so they seem durable. Do they come with the vehicle as well? Yeah, yeah. The prime yeah. comes with the, with the vehicle, and so does Star Stream. jet there. Oh my god! And yeah. like, it's not you know attached as well. Like you can have that displayed completely separately. Yeah. See that I actually like then. Damn. But it, but then even sort of adding the weather and adding the damage to the the panels as well to make it look like they've been fighting in a war. Mm. <laughs> and not that you're just a transformed muscle car that's still pristine. Straight out, straight out of the factory sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. A lot of these statues, like, a lot of people are feeling different too, but they, all the reception I've been seeing for these, um, and I think the Imaginary Mart ones as well, is that, yeah, these look incredible. Like, people really have taken to them. Even, yeah. even like, the pieces of Cybertron they're mounted on. Like, it just it, it, it feels a lot like the four Cybertron games, but it's just... Again, it's more detailed. Like and we say, that that prime I could have got for eighteen hundred. I think it was. And that's Megatron in Starscream's hand, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, that's epic. That's a great pose. Like, yeah. yeah. Like he's got his null rays or null missile on the, which would be the the jet mode missile sort of reversed. But um, there's only the one photo of prime there, but. Yeah, no, that's yeah. I really, I really wanted prime. to get that prime. Dark screen. Mm. Yeah, so they do good work, and I wonder if the the primes, the, the Megatron's going to go for a little bit of refinement before they um, before they release the final images of it, production images and that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see then. Yeah, but we can only yeah. dream. <laughs> yeah. Sort of one to ask a question that came up today at the meetup we had in Aubrey. About sort of waiting, we've talked a lot about retail figures when we've seen them here and sort of not being 100% on them or 100% on the price and going, well, let's just wait for it to go on clearance. Um, and then having that clearance sale come up and 
the figures you want aren't there um, and then having to maybe chase them up on retail or chase them up online afterwards and paying retail plus post to get those figures. Um, John, are you collecting much of the retail stuff at the moment? Not really, but <clears throat> even when I was like that, that seems like a really big gamble to me, eh? Because, like, you know, things only get on clearance if they're not popular. So if it's a popular item, like, it sells out and they don't get any more. Like, yeah, that, that's yeah, the thing. Like, I think it, it really does depend um, <laughs> on a figure-by-figure -figure basis that's as like, well yeah. as where it's being sold to. Hmm. That's definitely gambling, like, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's, that's as good as it is. You know, that's like me just going a wooden 20 bucks on a blackjack table, like, you know, because you're just hoping to get that figure at a cheaper price. And if not, then, yeah, then it's potentially double the price or if, if not more. You know? And like, that's, that's one of the things. Like, you look at some of the or some of the combiners from Combiner Wars, they're sort of holding, holding retail price on the second-hand market. Um, you can go and... You can find loose stuff that people have opened and get that for a lot less. And yeah. if, you, if you're not worried about having something new out of the box, um, you can sort of get away with it. But um, you sort of look at the Titans. There's been a couple of uh, Metroplex posted in the buy-sell trade group, and they're still sort of hovering at 200, 250 mark. I think there was a Devastator that came up recently as well. But if you had to go out now into the the world of eBay and online retail to try and find some of those earlier Titans. And it might be, it might be more of a case of you only just starting to collect now or, or like me, didn't see those figures at all here at retail. You're sort of looking at some figures that are going to start going up in price. Well, that's the, the same, same with me. I don't even see them here in the retail stores when they come out. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'll be lucky to see one out of the four figures released. And when I do, it's, there's one left or something, yeah. you know, so retail stuff. I find it, it differs between figure to figure mm. and a lot of it comes down to how much you want it and how much you think that other people are going to want it. So yeah, like for yeah. wave one power prime stuff, I haven't bought any of that at retail or anything because I know that it's going to go on a really big sale at some point down a track. But Abominus, as soon as that went up, I pre-ordered every single figure for that because mm. I know that that's going to be in a lot higher demand and I also have a much stronger want for that figure. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, because that's like the the Rodimus Prime figure, the leader figure. I was only really interested in that as a sort of a curiosity <laughs> piece. That didn't mute John. Man, <laughs> um, I was only sort of interested in it as a curiosity piece, and sort of I'm not going to pay eighty, ninety, hundred dollars for it. I will wait for it to go on clearance. It still hasn't appeared at retail here at all, so. <laughs> It's one of those things where you can wait and get it on the clearance. Combinable as Power Master Prime was the same. I think it's like ever since Jetfire went to the reject shop, it's like all these people just have hope that things are just going to go like really crazy, yeah. like clearance prices. And it's like, yeah, yeah that was a one-off time thing, guys. Like, enjoy that it happened, but like, don't plan also, on all your figures, like, because you might end up missing. You might get a really good deal, but if you miss out, yeah, that sucks. Right. And a lot of people seem to be not wanting to buy stuff at Toys R Us right now because <laughs> there's the idea that people are thinking that Australian Toys R Us is probably going to shut down too. And, and they're like, just going to sell it real cheap. Yeah. I mean, the signs are there. Like, they started clearing out all their Star Wars stuff and whatever. Well, yeah, I've heard some good things from liquidation sales that have started in America. So, <laughs> unfortunately, we're not there. But, um, yeah, and that's and that sort of thing. It's sort of where we're just... 
here comes rain where we're just holding on to those sort of revenge of the fallen dark moon days where most of the line most of the figures in the line except for those one or two key movie characters sort of hung around till the clearance afterwards where stores just brought multiples of each wave and now since combiner wars it sort of hasn't really happened i've still never seen a complete bruticus in store yeah. um and a lot of those those combiners where you've had to had to buy online whether it's loose fruit a group or ebay little toy shop um or some other online retails at the time it's just it's a big gamble to say well i'm not gonna i'm gonna leave this power of the primes prime or hot rod or unicronus rodimus unicronus whatever that purple yeah, one yeah. is yeah, um yeah. especially something like that that you can't surely not going to release as many figures of that as they did the hot the rodimus like it can't be the same release because it's a repaint it's something that's not really going to be as popular as hot rodimus prime so sometimes they're just weird it's like skywarp and thundercracker those repaints of uh jetfire yeah you know? yeah and like i never saw thundercracker but oh boy did i see skywarps <laughs> you know yeah and that's um, yeah what you hear at my local target there's still six um, yeah, six six combiner wars blasters for thirty nine dollars and just they're not moving. Yeah, Where, even everyone got them once they even went on sale. People have gone, yeah. I'll get one. <laughs> and uh sort of exclusivity factors into it as well. Like mm. a lot of the time with you know Toys R Us exclusives and whatever you, you know, as soon as those uh deluxes in the last night hit retail, people were out buying them for forty dollars a piece. Which yeah. is something that I would never be able to justify, but it's like people want it and they know that they're going to have much less of a chance of getting that cheaper down the track. So they're willing to spend where they might not necessarily want to in the past. And I know I've done the same thing. Yeah. I mean, we all have, I'm sure. Like I've done, I know I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that might be just the way things are going to have to start to move going forward is if you, if you want to figure, then yeah, you can bitch about the price, but if you want that figure, you're going to pay for it. If if you're going to go to Toys R Us or whatever and pay thirty five dollars, well, even what was I like Kmart deluxes were thirty five dollars. It buy it if the figures are there, you want buy them, put them in a bag, put them in a garbage bag with the receipt, and just put them in the cupboard for two or three months. If you find them anywhere else on clearance or whatever else, buy them and then take the other ones back and get your get your money. <laughs> like it's. If you want to be that pedantic about it, because... Well, I think you're still best buying them when they come out, like, especially, like, you know, Transformers, yeah. it's lucky in that regard, but, like, every like all the other things I collect, like, the, you know, the SH Fig Arts and Figmas, like, you know, when they come out, they're, you know, anywhere from 60 to $80, but the second they come out and they sell out, you know, you're already then looking at 200 300 $400 for the figure, like, if not mm. more, like, because oh, yeah, a lot of know, everyone Japanese. knows, like, that they're sold out, and now it's just hard to get, and, like, Everyone wants it, like where yeah. that doesn't happen with Transformers. I mean, it's just artificial inflation as well. Like as soon as stuff yeah. comes out, it's like people just go, right, that's three hundred dollars. It's like why? But that's it. Like, but the well, fact what makes this worth so much more? Else. Like it's sold out. Like that's why they do it. Like you know, where at least with the Transformers, luckily some stores still have like a <laughs> big stockpile of them sitting there or something. You know, yeah. but that's what makes me personally 
Like if the figure, you know, whether, no matter what it is, I think, oh, yeah, it's coming out next week, I'll buy it next week, you know, at the retail yeah. price because, you know, if it drops in price, I lose out a little, but I've still got it. Like, you yeah, know. and that sort of might also look to, if you're if you're collecting life, you're collecting the Power of the Primes line or Titans Return or whatever else, and you want those figures, then chances are you've already pre-ordered them through one of the online retails and you're paying that full price anyway, plus postage. Um, or Big Bad Toy Store or something overseas as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, this because you want them, you pay the money, you get them, you're done. There's That's none it. of this going from store to store, not seeing anything, seeing something go, oh, well, I've got the money, I'll get it next week, and then coming back and never seeing stuff again. That's not- it. And like most of us, we want the figures, like we're just collecting because we want them. It's not like we're trying to buy the stuff to yeah, resell. Like, you know, so yeah. like, you know, like that's it. You want it, you pay the price. If, if you're lucky to get it cheaper, like, yeah, it's a bonus, like, you know, but, yeah, you don't want to risk that of getting it cheaper and missing out. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even, like, the movie stuff, like, there's no way you'd want to pay full price for the movie stuff, but I still haven't seen anything past Wave 1 and Deluxe. Mm. I still haven't seen Deluxe B. There's Slash, Barricade, and <laughs> the Pred- Predacon. Predacon? No, what is he? Whatever, Some, Dread. Uh, Berserker, yeah. Yeah, Berserker. Still just, they're here everywhere. I haven't seen anything else. I haven't seen Cogman. I haven't seen Drift. I haven't seen um, Stinger. Uh, not Stinger, bloody Crosshairs. I'm still waiting on those two figures. I want to see them, but... Yeah, I never see yeah, them. Yeah, it seems like those later waves had terrible distribution anyway. Like, you know, people were still unsure whether or not that uh, that Crosshairs is a new figure because yeah. no one bought it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it, but... And that's sort of one thing I'm worried about now, like really wanting to get... Cogman, at least, I'm gonna to have to go online. And if they've stopped, if Hasbro stopped making them and shipping them, well, that's a very limited market now to get my figure from. So it's gonna be marked up everywhere, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's like yeah, Bayverse, was... that Bayverse wheelie figure, and it's like you try to go on eBay and it's like you know, a hundred dollars or something like it's insane. Like, because it just you can't. Is that the, the little one that transforms into the the car, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but the good, there's a decent one. There's like a really, yeah, yeah he's a big, a yeah, big, yeah. Like, seriously, it's like it, it. I don't know if people are paying that for it, but yeah, they're asking like you know upwards of a hundred bucks or more. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. The character which basically no one liked. Well, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's it, and that's like, and I really liked him and wanted that, but I just never saw that figure. Like, I never saw it in the store. And then when I like took it on eBay, I'm like, no, no, I'm not paying that. <laughs> well, and that's that's eBay too. Like they've, I've seen Revenge of the Fallen Devastator on there for three hundred and fifty dollars, selling, selling for, not just getting listed for. That's actually yeah. completed listings. Like even even a lot of the movie uh, leader figures that are still mint in box, the Brawl and um, Staff Scream and even Jetfire. Just some of the prices they command now, and that sort of thing. If you let that stuff go when it come out, and that's where it's sort of a pain now. If you're just starting to get into collecting. But that's the problem. That's why you should then buy it for the retail price if it's there and available. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, and a lot of the time you also find you also might wait, um, not necessarily because of a price, but because something better is going to come along. Mm. Like the reason I didn't buy a lot of last night stuff is because I figured yeah, it was going to be knockoffs, and then <laughs> there really hasn't been for basically anything outside of Megatron. Need, you need a little more context with that, I think. Like, we're yeah. usually, like, improved versions. Yeah, the, like, the good ones. Because like, you know, it's going to be knockoffs. Like, yeah. There's down, been, like, two improved versions, basically. And then, you know, a couple of others which are 
all right. You know, um, yeah, because that Braun was real. Oh, was it Braun? Oh, who's the big green guy? Hound. Hound, yeah, sorry. Like, Hound, like, there was that, they did one of him, like, an oversized one a while ago. That was really good. Yeah, yeah and then Nitro Zeus is coming out, is, like, only just coming out now. So, mm. yeah, and it seems like that market just sort of dissipated all of a sudden. So, but it's like, I was relying on that to get a Cogman, and now you're looking at paying, like, 40 bucks. And then if it's stuff like, you know, I didn't pick up the movie masterpiece of the Miss Prime because I know that the unique toys one is coming out. Yeah. yeah. So there's different reasons why you end up waiting as well. And that, that sort of lends itself to the masterpiece figures as well. I, I was shocked to learn during the week, um, someone in the group was looking for a Grimlock and I was thinking, well, that even the Hasbro re-release was like 150 when it came out. I was still expecting to be around that price. Like the MP Grimlock. You know, yeah. Right? Yeah. Whereas, the cheapest you can find one of those on eBay or on eBay and selling for three hundred dollars, like mm. for Grimlock, one of the old, one of the older molds in the MP line, and yeah, yeah even when I went MP to buy Grimlock, Grimlock he still cost me like three hundred and MP, yeah. like uh, MP eight X cost me three hundred and eighty, I think. Uh, yeah, but yeah. those, those yeah. Takara ones should because they're well, they're the first if you can get an original release one. But go Max. Yeah, and like it, that's a figure which let's be real, isn't that good by modern standards, but people just, it, value just gets driven up and up and up. Mm. Even though there's still better options for it now, you know, there's that yeah. fans toys grinder. There's yeah. a whole bunch of knockoffs of, you know, there's a bunch of knockoffs of the MP Grimlock, which fix the build quality issues and make him larger. But people still want but, this official one. But that's it because it's official. Like, that's why, mm. I like, I, like I don't doubt with all the things you just said. Then, but like, that's it. The thing in the back of my mind goes, but it's not official, so it doesn't matter if it's better, because that's why it's not going to hold its value. Because at the end of the day, it's like you know, once those companies go bust and like more and more carry companies keep coming out and out and out, all the val- all the value just keeps dropping and dropping of a carry product. Like you know, it's not. Gonna I, I think like, that's why. Um, the KO MP Megatrons did so well is because they were better than the original MP36 and people knew that a figure like this they're never going to get rid of so they're not worried about the potential resale value. But that's it. It's just going to make MP36 more valuable, don't you see? Because then people won't buy it, doesn't go out to shops, it stops getting available, and then people finally decide, oh, I want the official product. Well, guess what? You can't because <laughs> no, one, no one has it and the people that do have it don't want to sell it. Well, I'm not going to sell mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that sort of that sort of goes too with with Takara and their masterpiece releases. And I'd love maybe next week we'll do a bit of a poll in the group. That's just who's got the majority or pretty much all of the numbered MP lines and want might be getting MP, I might be getting MP4S soon. Yes. <laughs> well, there you go. And apart from that, are you pretty much up up on all the other numbers? Apart from that, then it's like I need the cone heads, and then. <laughs> And then I'm missing, yeah, like the Beast Wars stuff, and Ching. like, and then a few of the, um, a few of the like repaints. Like, uh, I'm missing the Ultra Magnus repaint, the Diaclone repaint. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. You know, like, so a few, Dang. just a few of those ones. But most of the numbers, I've basically, yeah, got everything except the three cone heads. Even it'd be interesting just looking at sort of what what Primal and Chitara is going for now. So. But but that like the masterpiece stuff, whether people go for the whole numbers because like now we got that the black, um, Cheetor coming out, 
Um, oh, God, it kills I'm me. Sure, I'm, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some <laughs> sort of repaint of Dinobot announced in the next year and a half. Like, doing these one-off and weird repaints maybe just to serve or to tame those collectors that have got everything and need a new bot, where if they wanted to make money to make new molds, Soundwave, even just the Hasbro or Takara Soundwave, is just still something that... How many other Seekers are there, though, that are just a different colour? You know, well, they could just go, like, MP, yeah. MP11, you know, N, like, or MP11, like this, like, and that, and it's all those other Seekers. And people, you know people would buy them. But even something simple like Acid Storm, where we had the Hasbro and Takara Acid Storm that sort of... Takara yeah. hasn't done one yet. Oh, it was only Hasbro, was it? Yeah, see, and like, that's one that, for a start, I'm shocked. Yeah, and it sort of hung around Toys R Us for a long time, and it, it did get the clearance. So I know some now people... it's now it's really expensive. Yeah, like, yeah, completely flipped. Yeah, I and mean, I just sold my Hasbro Acid Storm because it's Hasbro, but like it still digs at me that there's just not a Takara one. Yeah, it's like why? Yeah, and it also goes to sort of like some of those Unicrons that are on your shelf. Like a yeah. lot of them would have been clearance at tar- Target that back in the day for thirty, forty bucks on clearance, and now <laughs> try and good I... luck trying to buy them online. Man, I missed that. I missed the new Primus, eh? I'm so... I just it Well, just... never coming. That's the thing. Yeah, Jason that's... had to go to UK to get it. Well, yeah, because it wasn't until Jason posted that post, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. what happened to that? And then he's like, oh, I would have mind. I'm like, oh, no, it's already out. God damn it. No, he got that when he was over in the UK. But that's what I mean, but it's already out now. Like, it's been released, and, like, you know, which means now the price of it's going to be hard to get because they're all hard to get. No. Yeah, and now, and especially if the, the Aussie dollars dipped again too, thank you, Mr. Trump, but you you might be able to go on Big Bad Toy Store or one of those other larger online retails over there. And But exactly. again, some of that stuff might not be on clearance by the time at the end of the run because they're sought-after figures. People are going to buy them now when they want them and not waiting for them to go on clearance. So it's just one of those things to think about. And looking at, I put the post up in the group about asking people, and at, for the most part, what I've seen the majority was, I'll wait for someone to go on clearance. If it's not there, then I just won't get it. It's sort of, they're not rushing out. A lot of them aren't rushing out to buy that that one or those figures straight yeah, away when like, they hit retail. I don't know. I just couldn't do that. Like that's like to me, to me, and I don't mean any disrespect at all. But those people obviously aren't a true collector. They're just more enjoying a figure on the side you know what i mean if they because if <laughs> well, they can not. like if they can truly just be like oh if it doesn't go on sale then i just miss out it's like that's not collecting like, I would well, be like oh my god i don't have that figure like you know that's not that's not completionism we'll yeah. say because you're not but none of my yeah. stuff is complete by me by any means but like you know how much like it digs at me when i like realize there's a figure that's come out years ago or something and i'm like you know, the only way to get it is on eBay at ridiculous prices. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Like, it kills me. Yeah. Like, but it, you know, like, and then once I hear dependent. a reissue, I'm like so excited. <laughs> you know? yeah, it's all dependent on the personal value of it as well. That's true. Like, that's why I said, I mean, no disrespect or offense at yeah. the start. Like, and that is why reissues are such a good thing. And often, like, it, it works out like that. You know, like, say you watch a show and then you look, oh, is there a figure of this? Mm. Oh, now it's like, Three hundred dollars, and a couple of weeks later, and every issue gets announced. It's like, all right, I'll go for that. But like sometimes, it's like, but still, you know what I mean? Like, from I mean, for me, I guess it is sort of the completionist part of it. But like those Unicrons, like 
I wanted all of them, like, you know what I mean? Like, just because it's good, cool to get them. Like, I just wanted more. Like, and like when they have the reissue or a new one come out, like, I'm excited. But, you know, did it's you a the, different color. Like, yeah, I've got the. Did the, you look at or did you get the platinum one that came out last year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there he is, just up there. Yep. Jesus. Behind there. Or is he on that side? No, he's on that side, right? I don't even know what yeah. you call that bit of unicorn. <laughs> the unicorn army. It is death and destruction. It's sort of like Prime in the Prime series, you know, when all the stone ones just keep, like, coming up and, like, yeah. messing everyone up. That's what I like to think of it. <laughs> you know? Is that a family guy and chicken... Yeah. Oh man. Okay. And they're, doing, they're doing the fight, like, and it comes with the backdrop and everything, and the chicken's up in the air doing the kick. No, Peter's up in the air and he's doing the kick and yeah, the chicken. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Lee got me that for Christmas, and it's it's actually like an older, like American, like special set. Like I was like, oh, that is awesome. Like, yeah. 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 So cool. yeah, that's that's some food to food for thought anyway. Just. It's easy to say, oh, these these new Dinobots for for Power of the Primes are sort of meh. I don't want to pay the price for them to uh, get them at retail, but I'll wait for them to go on clearance and then never been able to find sludge considering it's a later wave. So I'd take this new blackout. I definitely would not be trying to wait for that to go on clearance. No, no. (laughs) That's been, yeah, that's going to go like that. Yeah, well, I probably won't even see it in the stores, and I'm going to have to buy it online. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, like, from... you look at the pre-orders of that. Like as soon as they went up, they were sold out. Yeah. Like, you can't even pre-order that guy now. Mm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, Megatron and Prime. <laughs> you can wait until it hits stores, but Megatron, they're still throwing them away. <laughs> 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 you get a Megatron. You get a Megatron. Everyone gets a Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Oh, we think we covered that pretty well. Leading out tonight, uh, new acquisitions. John, anything new since last week? No, nah, but I did end up pre-ordering the the hot rod repaint with his fancy little target master. Ah, oh, MP40. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's coming my way soon. <laughs> Weren't going to wait for it to get to Toys R Us. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm waiting for it to get on clearance. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's technically sort of free. I worked, I earned it. I worked for it. (laughs) (laughs) Max, what about you? Oh, speaking of uh, masterpieces and reissues and all that, um, this guy used to be very expensive and then I was pleasantly surprised to see a reissue sort of early this year. So uh, Masterpiece Nemesis Prime. Woohoo! He's really good. Um, he certainly, having this guy and having owned two other MP10 molds, at this one time, he, this mold feels outdated. Like, there's no question. You know, it's a matter of, you know, these biceps don't really lock in. Um, the chest flap is a pain in the ass. His articulation isn't up to scratch so much. Compared to what? To, to, to most other masterpieces nowadays. Like, the, they're usually much more poseable than this guy. Like, yeah, yeah, but I, I think that's a flaw. I think that's a flaw with his design, like how you know square she is. Yeah, I suppose so. It, you also look at stuff like Megatron, you know, and I feel like that's almost a more restrictive design in some respects, and that's incredibly poseable. You know, whereas this guy's got you know these large chunky blocks, which you can really, which you should be able to just cut into. 
Haven't they? Yeah, isn't there speculation like, of a new masterpiece, Optimus? Yeah, that is. I'm I'm hoping they do it because as much as I love this figure, and I still do, like there's no question this is one of the best Transformers of all time. Mm. Yeah, as much as I think suck, he's still pretty poseable. Um, and of course, he looks dead on to that Optimus Prime design. And the, the transformation is still one of the very best ever. Yeah. So many yeah, other tricks in there. So much better than MB1. Yeah, I, I, oh, I never that. get tired of transforming this thing. Mm. And of course, having him in the Nemesis Prime colors, now that is just. Yeah, the little matrix awesome. is cool. Like the little red, how it's red inside, it's just a little different from. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is. Nice. I mean, it's a pain now to get in his chest because the flap doesn't work for me. But, you know, even so, it's still just good. Just, you know, the sort of combination of colours here, like, mm. you know, obviously you've got that sort of shiny black with the back metal chrome. Um, but then you, and, you know, the silver as well. But then you get these little spots of red on the windows and then that teal just, you know, on the forearms and yeah. the lights everywhere, that, pops so nicely it's a it's a fancy looking figure it is it is definitely a nice nice figure i do like mine yeah um is that all you got this week or yeah it's it for me you didn't get anything did you no unfortunately and it seems that brad's lounge room's very very far away (laughs) i mean i did i did get really lucky um at a sale today like this store is usually not that great but um, oh, I saw this post. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Kibaya Seacons, so the little model kits. Yeah, well, so, how, so how big are they, like, roughly? Like, uh, a bit about, you know, sort of yay high. Smaller yeah, than the deluxe when it's built. But, um, you know, 20 bucks nice, can't go wrong. That was a really nice score. Yeah, especially since this store's usually way overpriced. <laughs> <laughs> Brad. It always makes things better. Um. I couldn't find that bot, but um, <laughs> I um, I get the he's iPad re- on. He's returned with something else. Yeah, no, nah, this is um continuing the uh the saga of the DX9 Warren Pocket Dinobots. Um, here we got Swoop. Yeah, DX9 Warren Pocket Swoop. Um, of course, comes with his sword. That's not working. That's going to make it too bright. Same thing. So just a yellow, the yellow beak on him. Um, he's got the chrome. On the wings, which is the only chrome these guys, yeah. But it's sort of that. um, If you've had a KO figure, it's sort of that sort of chrome plastic. It's not. Yeah. Is this the official DX9 one or the Mech Fan Stores one? No, the official DX9 one. How much did it set you back? Uh, They're all about forty-five each. That's not too Um, bad. I mean, it's a decent size as well, like bigger than most legends. Yeah, you get all six Mm. for two twenty. That's through Xavier Toys in Melbourne. You sort of you got to make you got to sort of tilt the wings back just so you can get that range of movement in the shoulders. Otherwise, those missile pods on the wings sort of hamper, yeah, hamper things. But just like we were saying before, with the hollow back legs, like he's got the um, little flaps that come over just to fill in the back of the legs. Um, nice. Playing with the power of the primes swoop today, just sort of just just how much the engineering and just the detail, the figure sort of. It's interesting how it sort of crosses between this, the Power of the Prime swoop, and even the fans' toys swoop that I've got. It's just 
all very similar, very similar in the engineering. It um, looks a lot like the fans toys one, but like just like yeah, it, like, yeah, yeah. It seems like they've packed in, you know, basically a engineering of a much larger figure into a really tiny scale. Yeah, like it's not going to focus because this camera is crap. But, um, yeah, like they, even with um, Grimlock was the same, and um, yeah, just a lot of detail. Like even all the hands all around the arms are sort of it's all molded. There's a little bit of hole at the back there, but for the most part, all the limbs are solid. You've got the mushroom fire swivels and that as well, but um, good range of motion out of it and just fantastic little bots. Um, and I was sort of talking at the meetup today as well, sort of just how Masterpiece lately has gone for that more cartoon accuracy where um, these little guys being pretty spot-on cartoon accurate and a quarter of the price a third of the size and you can put all six of these on a shelf without any issue whereas my fans toys ones are sort of squashed in just and to even, um and even when you're holding it there it's solid as like it doesn't seem to be wiggling yeah, or moving yeah, or no, anything like there's, yeah. there's nothing there's no no looseness whatsoever there's that wings there is sort of a little bit but there's there's you got to add force to it. Um, yeah, but even when you're holding the leg there and sort of talking and moving back and forward, like I couldn't see any of it moving. Like you know, like yeah. just held its shape basically. So which is good to see. For but even like the ankle joints, like that's that's the ankles on the ground there. Like you can get real wide stance if yeah. you want to if you want to do that. But um, fantastic for a legends figure. Like oh, where's the camera down there? But like that's <laughs> that's that's he's he's, well, he's broken his ankle now, but. <laughs> But yeah, and that's 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 probably the only time you'll see it. I might show it in its dino mode next week because he come in robot mode where the, all the others come in dino mode, but um, you can't see any of the fingerprints, but they're there. <laughs> the fingerprints are there because of that damn chrome. But um, yeah, fantastic. And I've, I've got onto the, uh, a six packet of Seekers today for uh, a very good price. So I think they'll be the next ones that come on board. Very nice. Yeah, DX9, they just do such consistently good stuff. It's fantastic. And all six are under $100, which you cannot say that for the Takara ones. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, but then again, I'm stop presenting. But then again, you uh, you have got that lesser scale, that lesser size, the lesser engineering um, and all that. But I'm just, yeah. Masterpiece has really stopped at the moment. And I'm just, a cup, apart from Dinobot, I'm not really. There's nothing I've pre-ordered. There's nothing I'm really excited to get. They just haven't really announced anything apart from a couple of repaints. And I just whether whether they're focusing more on the NPM line or what what the reason is. Um, I can yeah, collect I, I all guess, these little guys, and yeah. it'll be satisfying. I suppose it is. Yeah, that focus on you know, bringing in the you know NPM and Beast Wars stuff is really means. But whereas for a couple of years it felt like the G1 stuff was ramping up so fast, now it feels like it's stolen down. Well, 2015 would have to have been the busiest masterpiece line where you had Ratchet, Ironhide, Shockwave, Hot Rod, announcement of Megatron, um, and I think the announcement of Cheetor as well. So it's sort of that was a busy year where plus you had that Die Atlas or whatever the that repaint of Magnus was. Delta um, Magnus, that's Delta it. Magnus, that's the one, yeah. Um, where all that happened in the one year and it sort of then it just fizzles out and it's sort of I can't I can't have sc screen accurate seekers like the conehead 
with my MP11s because they don't really match as well. Um, so if I'm going to go screen accurate cartoon models, where these there aren't any other there aren't any masterpiece scale Dinobots available at the moment that do the G1 cartoon as good as these do. Yeah, um, and I don't mind having these little guys as off the screen cartoon accuracy. They're not going to be in alt mode, so I don't need to see how accurate they are in alt mode to um to their figures to to their screen counterparts. So yeah, but um very happy with them. So quickly into some TCA business, as as I've been alluding to during the episode, we had our uh, Aubrey meet up this this week today. Uh, we went in and we seen Pacific Rim two, avoided at all costs. Um, but we got to play some figures in the car park. Got to play off that leader, uh, Rodimus Prime. It's not as bad as I thought in hand. Again, <laughs> not 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 worth the, the full price for it. Glowing praise. Yeah, I'll wait for it to, to come out on clearance. <laughs> if, that's, if that's code for I'll never see it, I'll never buy it. But even some of the other the other figures as well. There was one of the um, I think grotesque. What the new the new wave deluxe for Power of the Primes is? It's the beast. The purple and maroon beast. Oh, yeah. wait. I definitely want to get the bludgeon pretender. That'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, got thanks to Alan Chang for bringing some of those along. We got to play off them. And, um, and yeah, it was a good little meetup we had today. So, uh, Max, you're doing something this weekend? Um, not this. I don't think it's going to be this weekend because you just had venue trouble. Um, so I've changed the date to next Friday night. Um, if you are an SA and are listening to this, please go onto the events page on TCCA um, and let us know when you're available and if a venue works for you. Uh, we really want to try and get it work. Even just two or three people is, you know, that's a turnout. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, please try and uh, just let us know, is this going to work for you? And if not, um, when will because we want to try and accommodate as many people as possible. Yep. And while you're uh, while you're on the site or while you're on the group looking at the event section, also uh, Michael Vell has set up a New South Wales meetup in Sydney, which uh, just went up today. I haven't had a chance to fully read through that. So they normally get into Arm and Heaven or one of the event spaces there in Sydney. So go and check that out. And uh, if you're in the area, definitely let us know. Don't sort of think you'll turn up or whatever else. We need to know numbers for this stuff. Um, so let us know and also about letting us know for numbers uh, last chance is it final week for uh, the March or the Easter membership giveaway um, we've got that G1 inspired art Megatron lamp and the Autobots welcome doormat that will be given away to two lucky members at the end of next week so just a $5 don- uh, donation $5 membership and uh, you can get in the draw for that and that'll be it for the year. We've got a couple of months and we'll be going on to the new 2018-19 membership year. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, it's part- always well worth it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we've given away some great prizes. There was a Masterpiece Ironhide in that last year. That's a great um, lamp too. That's fun. Mm, yep, mm. definitely. Um, all right, thanks for listening. And uh, if you have been watching along on the live record, thank you for checking us out. Even though most of it was probably showing Max, You're welcome. <laughs> this might be one. This might be one to miss and just <laughs> go over to uh, podbean.com for uh, the podcast, which uh, is produced and goes up there each week on the Monday nights. 
but to find these stories and links to all the sh stuff we've been talking about tonight, you can go over and check out the Transformers Weekly Facebook group page uh, or the uh, Podbean site at transformersweekly.podbean.com or, again, all the stuff related to Transformers Collectors Club Australia. Check out transformerscca.com where uh, you can get the RSS feed and everything else for this show and our companion podcast, Transformers Legends, which I still need to record an episode for. Um, that's it for March, most likely. Uh, next week, we'll see what happens with Easter. If there's some news during the week, we'll record. If not, we'll enjoy a uh, festive feed of chocolate. I won't. But we're in luck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen any moulded chocolate Transformers Easter eggs. There's a market. Just the Humpty Dumpties. They're the good ones, the big ones, you know? Even though they've been squ Oh, I've seen the big, big ones. Yeah, the big, big ones. They're yeah. the good ones, like, man. Yeah, wait till they go on clearance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen yeah, that. I've seen, well. I've seen them at Kmart today when I was in there, and I'm like, okay, that's not the right ones. They're bigger. And I'm like, no, they won't have Smarties in them. Picked it up. Rattle, rattle, rattle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've got Smarties <laughs> in them. <laughs> no, you, you can't go past it. Just those generic... Cabri little eggs, you know, scoff but a then, few of those down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and not not to go back to the clearance discussion again, but stuff like that and like the one kilo football or big eggs, you're like, oh, yeah, because you know that Monday or Tuesday after Easter, everything goes up on clearance mm. for it anyway. I'll just go get one then. And you go in and it's just the little bilbies that big. And <laughs> yeah, it's all the chocolate that like, people didn't want. Like Yeah, like... Orange this, chocolate or something. Yeah, all this stuff was here on Saturday afternoon. Like, did everyone come in and clean out the store Saturday night, Sunday morning on the day of Easter? It's like the Tasmanian devil, you know? He's like, <laughs> just like goes through and she's like, that's it. There's just a crowd of people. They just run in and run out and this store is just empty. Mm. Like, the chocolate's gone. Yeah, well, you still see people that do Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve. <sighs> Lunatics. <That's> <laughs> all right. <laughs> What? That's me. I'm yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leave everything to the last minute. It's a nightmare. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining me. And uh, we might see you next week. We might see you the week after. But until then, happy Easter and uh, stay safe. See you guys. Later. Transform and roll out. <laughs>